Hey everybody, how are you? This is another segment from my Christian walk and today I'm going to read a little short passage from the Gospel of Luke and this really spoke to me today. Um, And uh, it goes like this. Let me just cover it and uh, give a little commentary. So uh, in the Gospel of Luke, um, the the, uh, content is talking about uh, Zechariah, who uh, was the father of John the Baptist. And in this passage, um, God is, is giving mankind, John the Baptist, to prepare the way for Christ. John the Baptist was beheaded uh, because he spoke out against an uh, a unholy uh, marriage uh, that the king at that time had had with his brother's wife. And it's just, well, that's, that's not really part of this, but it's a little backstory. But this goes uh, under the uh, passage uh, when, uh, it's actually in chapter one, and um, John the Baptist is going to uh, be born. And then um, Zechariah, uh, uh, this passage here, it's literally called Zechariah's Zechariah's song. So it says his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, it's an interesting description. Filled with the Holy Spirit, everybody um, refers to literally what it what it what it is, what it sounds like. Filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, in life we can be filled with the world and the you know lures of the world and the um, disappointments and troubles that we have is as human beings in this world, in our, in our flesh and in our, our typical daily struggles. But when we get filled with the Spirit, it's, it's a reaction in which spiritually we are filled. We have nourishment of the Spirit. And when it says Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit, it's what happens when you're listening to Scripture and something stirs inside you, something moves you. That's the Spirit of God. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. It's really amazing. So here, this is why, um, well, let me read this to you first and do a little commentary. So Zechariah says, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of, of salvation. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he had said through his prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. To show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. The oath he swore to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. Now this is where I really wanted to hone in. It continues, And you, my child, you will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to 
to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. So here's what I love about this passage. It really speaks to the qualities of God and to the love and mercy of God. So Zechariah is talking about how his son John the Baptist is going to prepare people for the coming of Christ. And I I really like how in this short passage... It's prophesied that John will do this. And it's also giving a very specific account of why Christ is the Messiah. It says to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. You see, the sins are already a given, everybody. Our sins, our transgressions, they're already a given. It is a part of the human condition to commit actions that are sinful. To whatever degree, that is going to happen. Now, God knows that in that behavior of sinning, of living in darkness, so to speak, the darkness is that we don't know any better what we're doing. And we don't know that you don't have to live in that continual wash, rinse, and repeat cycle of sinning without understanding, number one, that it's sinful, the behavior that we're doing, and number two, that forgiveness does something. Forgiveness of our sins because of Jesus Christ does something to us spiritually. And it says, because of the tender mercy of God by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death. You know, everybody, it's really simple. We live in a world that is full of hardships. The very reality that we're born to die is incredibly depressing if you only look at it from a a literal standpoint and you don't factor in the deeper meaning behind living, which is living this life for a finite amount of time with the afterlife of being able to go to heaven. Sorry about that. That was my computer. Not because we're good enough, but because we're humble enough to know that we are sinners and that we need it's like, a, it's like protection. You know, it's like the mafia goes in and says, we're going to watch your store and keep you protected. Somebody's going to come by and grab money every month. I mean, that's a terrible analogy maybe, but Christ is saying, I'm protecting you. I'm going to keep you from going way off the deep end. I'm going to keep you from living a life based on your own personal uh, determination of what is right and what is wrong. It doesn't mean that We all don't have an internal sense of what is right or what is wrong, per se. But given the choices that people make in this world, to whatever magnitude, you can see clearly that there is something that takes people over the edge. And that is living in darkness. That is what living in darkness means. And so I love this because it talks about the qualities of God, the loving qualities of God who gives us his son 
as a sacrifice for our sins, that we may have forgiveness because of his mercy. And that's what I love about this. All right. I hope you enjoyed it and uh, have a great day. Peace.